What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Do you ever take financial advice from celebrities? Maybe a TV personality? How about a professional football player, wide receiver from the NFL? Do you ever think you take financial advice from them? Well, today we're going to, actually. I say we, I'm going to bring my co-host Tony Shore on. Tony, welcome to the show. We're going to take a look at a video that I recently watched. I know you haven't seen it. It's relatively new. It's on YouTube. I'm going to share it with everyone. We're going to, we're going to do a little analysis on this. Now, we've done a show in the past. I don't even know if it's on YouTube. Probably not. Where we analyzed um, an NBA player and his financial decisions. And the saving grace for him was, um, it was Allen Iverson, by the way. The saving grace for him was he struck a, a deal with a shoe company. And he spent everything else, but he still has the annuity from that advertising deal. But today we're going to switch gears and go to the NFL. And we're going to talk about a podcast that's done by Shannon Sharp. Now, for those that aren't into football, I'm not a big football fan. Tony, I don't know if you know Shannon Sharp or if you remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. He's got his own podcast. Yep. Called Club Shay Shay. And I suggest people watch this full video because it's an hour, over an hour long. But he interviews Chad Johnson, also known as Ocho Cinco. You know, do you remember him? Oh, yeah. I think he legally changed his name to Ocho Cinco. <laughs> his <laughs> number was 85. Crazy. I think he, yeah. he played for the Bengals. I know he plays for the Patriots. He played for the Patriots. I think the Miami Dolphins, too. I can't remember exactly. But he's since retired. Right. But needless to say, you don't have to be a football fan or really understand, you know, to to really appreciate what this guy's about to say. Um, he got a bad rap. Maybe he deserved it. I don't know. I think the media sensationalized him, but he was really popular. He still is. Yeah. Um, but and and the, the full interview is interesting, but and they talk about football, but I'm gonna bring in a clip that uh Club Shay Shay actually highlights they they take a snippet from it and i want to watch this with you tony because i want to talk about it i broke it down i've analyzed it we're gonna say what can we learn from a professional football player financial lessons from chad johnson aka ocho cinco so let me bring in the video here all right and i want to listen to this first part i'm going to stop it and then we could talk so let's let's hear what ocho cinco has to say he's the guy with the yellow hat on for those that don't know football you mentioned earlier about your spending and like you're very fiscally responsible you responsible you're very conscious of what you spend spend it on Mm -hmm. and how much you're spending Mm -hmm. have you always been like always you got to remember i stayed at the stadium the first two years right i didn't want to spend no money right Uh, what's the point why 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 you why are you telling marvin marvin on third year why are you telling me go rent a house go buy a house go rent a condo when everything I need is right here in the facility at Paul Brown. Right. Showers, cafeteria, TV, couch, gaming system. What's the <laughs> point? 
what's the point? And I was so locked in. It really, it wasn't about having my own space and having women come What about the dating life? life? How you going to bring somebody? For what? I'm locked in. I'm a rookie. Okay. I ain't time. They, they for what? They for what? I, I needed that one year lock in, catch the rhythm. My second year, I caught the rhythm. Okay. I caught the rhythm of the game. Right. I felt like, okay, I got it now. Because I think I, I think a third year, I came and I did a, a sit down with you in your place. Yeah, yeah. At, at that point, okay, I got it now. I, I was good. And that's when Marvin came in and also said, now it's time for you to be spread responsible, spread your wing, get your own place. So right. listen, I moved. So he's talking about his rookie season in the NFL. And Shannon Sharp said, you didn't even have a place. He said he actually stayed at the stadium. He had everything he needed there. That's crazy. I'm putting a link to the podcast, so if people want to watch this on their own. Um, the, the headline is, Chad Johnson saves 83% of his salary by flying Spirit Airlines and wearing fake jewelry. But we'll get to that in a moment. Wow. So here's a guy who's getting paid decent, right? Because... NFL players league minimum is, is higher than the average salary across the wor- country world. Um, yeah. It's 300 or $500,000 a year minimum, I would say. And he's saying, why would I bother getting an apartment or a house when they got everything? They're giving me everything. What do I need a place for? So the lesson here right away is, be happy with things you have. Appreciate your situation rather than focus on what you lack. He's like, I don't, I don't need anything. What do I need? I got everything. I'm focused. And he's like, I'm focused on football. I don't need all the distractions. They're providing me with everything. So what do I want? Nothing. Just going to focus. And I think that's an important financial lesson for people. Be grateful for what you have yep. rather than what you lack. Exactly. All right. So far, let's, let's see what he has to say next. Ooh, right down the street, one little place. I never forget one little bedroom. You mentioned that you're, you're you're fiscally responsible. Is there anything that you purchase you like? I wish I had done that. That was a good waste of my yeah. Now financial regrets. Um, probably some of the cars, maybe in year four. But it 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 all those don't Chevy. Yeah, um, the high end vehicles. I didn't purchase at least everything. Right. Bugatti, Ferrari. I, I did I did it all. Right. But the funny thing about it is, is I got to a point in my career and I, I wish people, athletes more so, if you can get to a point in your career where your name becomes bigger than anything you can purchase, there's your value. Wow. My name itself, Ocho Cinco at one point, even still to this day, is bigger than, why am I driving a Ferrari? Why am I driving a Rolls Royce and I'm Ocho? Oh, we talk about jewelry and watches and chains. But you already had. But see, the thing is, you already had. It's easy for you to do that now, Ocho, because you had the jewelry. You had the car. No, 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 no. Never bought real anything when I was playing. Never. What was the point? I went to Claire's. So also, went, all yeah, your jewelry. You, yes. For what? What am I doing it for? The women don't deal with you anyway because of who you are. Right. And then the other women who are really doing their homework don't Google how much you're making already. Right. Why am I buying a $50,000 watch? $80,000 watch. What time is it real quick? Please? It's uh, 20 minutes to four. How much that cost me? It didn't cost you nothing. Because time is free. So yeah. what I'm paying for, for? Right. For what? I'm Ocho. What's the point? Right. There's nothing I can buy that's bigger than my name alone. So it made no sense. But everybody's caught up in image and looking a certain way and being rich. It's me. It's pointless. 
<laughs> so he bought fake jewelry at Claire's at the mall. And he, he had a one and when he finally moved out, they made him move out his second year and he had a one bedroom apartment. His only it sounds like the only really uh crazy thing is he leased expensive cars for a while, but now regrets that even. Right. I love how he asked what time it was on yeah. the watch. You know, because who knows how how much Shannon Sharp's watch cost. I don't care. And that's his point. He's like, what's the difference? Yeah. What do you need? Yeah. But the the he also talked about his brand. So I think the lesson here is you got to value your own self-worth and your capabilities. Right. Because image is not important to him. Although you could argue he was a big personality, so he was out there making an image for himself. Sure. But it got to the point where his capability on the football field was what really was his value. Right. He didn't have to buy the fancy because Shannon Sharp threw him and said, no, you, you, that's because you had the money and you bought all this stuff. And that's so it's easy to say you don't need it because you went and did it. He's like, no, I didn't. I did. That was you're right. He bought. Yeah. Jewelry at Claire's. Is that the that little, you know, in the in the malls where the you get fake costume or jewelry stuff? Teen, is that what that is? Teen, yeah. Yeah. Like Claire's is like where teens go to buy fake jewelry. I, I found that fascinating but yeah he, he's like for what what do i need this for to you know and it gets into it a little bit but i wanted to to point that out because i thought that was a pretty interesting um little tidbit there and that's what the headlines is wearing fake jewelry um and he still people still thought that they was real like it's a perception thing but who cares this is his yeah. point yeah <laughs> let's keep going let's see what else he has to say this is fascinating how do you how do you express that to your kids when they know who you are? They know they know what you have. That's the hard Yeah, what do you do with your kids? <laughs> getting them to have that mindset I have because they ain't cutting it. With the missus, oh, she ain't having it. Them eight, them eight and a half carrots. Oh, that's real. Right. Anything I purchase for her is real. real. Yeah. So the kids, I allow them to do the designer and the nice yeah. stuff because I done save what? 80, 83% of my salary. So right. it's okay. And I have stuff coming still in coming already. In, oh, right. yes. Still coming in. Thank you, Dougie. You know, <laughs> and, and so so life is good because I was able to sustain and keep most of my wealth that I made when I was playing and life is still going good. So I allow the kids to enjoy, but I need them to understand they're going to come a time. Ah, they got to get off daddy payroll. <laughs> you have to get off that payroll. <laughs> but for right now, I will always be, for the, be there for them, no right. matter what they want. Right. Long as you don't try to live a lifestyle that you know you can't afford. Right. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. Yeah. I'm gonna let you enjoy yourself now. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. As long as you don't live a lifestyle, you can't afford it. And he said there, he saved 83% of his salary he made when he played football. He kept that much of it. You know, and it's funny because it. he's like 80 to 83% of his salary. Like who knows that level, right? So it's someone that's being thoughtful about it. He yeah. may have been trying to get to 85 because that was his number. Maybe that was it. He's a little short, yeah. but yeah. to save 80 to 83% of your income, that's not sustainable for most people. That's not doable for most people. Right. Because just 83%. I mean, but most people wouldn't try to live where they work to save money and not have to pay rent. I mean, yeah, Especially that's that, that's when you can afford the opposite. Yes, exactly. He could have bought it. a nice house. Live within your means. Yeah. 
Live within your means. Don't live a life you can't afford. So he's saying, how do you deal with your kids? He's, he gives them what they, they ask, but he's eventually they're going to get cut off. Yeah. I'll be curious as what, what that happened when that happens. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Let's, let's go on. I'm going to skip to um, a different part here. If I can, if I could find it here, let's start here. Drivers in well, Florida, you know, Tony, I will say 83% was a pretty instead. big number that he threw Stop. out there, but yeah, well, that, is. that shit right back on. <laughs> you know what I paid for this? I don't care who see me. So I made my own personal video letting people know you probably going to see me over and over in the same outfit. Let me give you under, uh, let me uh, help you understand why. why. And I always do that all the time. <laughs> Dude, I shop at H&M. Look, this, this whole outfit, this cost me $6. It's Urban Outfitters and it's from the sale rack. It's a Levi and jacket and some dickies that's cut off. Like I'm a skateboarder. I don't skate. <laughs> I don't skate. But I look good. Yeah. So that's your that's your whole thing. And I've always been this way. Yeah. So you can't, the people on the outside that might be new to who I am now that are a little older don't understand. I've been this way the past 20, 25 years. So you're not going to let society shape Ocho Cinco's never. idea of who he is or what he should be. Never. Never. I've never, never been that way because I don't need validation from nobody on the outside. Never have, and that, that's Mom another. That's a, give you validation. You straight. The kids yeah, give it. you validation. That's dad. Yeah. We good. And, I, and some of the time they make fun of me, so yeah. I don't really need validation from me. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, that, that's another downfall for us too. Right. That's another downfall in society. We always need validation and acceptance from others. Yeah. Huge, huge. What he just said there. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about his clothes, right? Wearing Urban Outfitters, whatever, 60 bucks, when when you know he could spend thousands on an outfit. Um, but the ending there, you don't need validation from others. This is big. Yeah. Um, don't keep up with the Joneses. Like, just because everyone else thinks you should be wearing this flashy stuff, don't. Who cares? Right. You right. really need them. To approve of what your outfit is. Yeah, I'm glad he addressed the jacket because I'm sitting there thinking, well, that's probably some kind of expensive designer thing. You know, what's he talking about? And he's like, uh, but then he also explained that he he'll wear that same jacket. He doesn't have a different outfit for every appearance. He's like, they'll see me in the same outfit. People see me in the same outfit a lot because. He- I don't he buy does, it. Right? A lot. He he actually um I don't know if I'm gonna show it in this, but in the full version he talks about how he went to the Bahamas and he spent an outrageous amount of money on clothing. And then he just wore the same shirt over and over for the entire time there. He just changed his underwear. And um he's like, I spent so much money on this, I might as well wear it. Like, what do we, I gotta yeah. show it all, you know, like if it's gonna be a five thousand dollar shirt, I might as well get five thousand dollars worth of outfit use of it, you know. <laughs> Um, very interesting character, very interesting yeah, character. So very, far. um, let's move on to the next section here. I want to, uh, that I found very interesting. Hold on a Here we go. Commissioner Goodell let you went to the rookie symposium mm. and let you talk. I and need I think too, he needed to let me well, do that. Well, He's talking about Roger Goodell, I I got Roger who's the commissioner of out. the I NFL. About financial literacy. Yes, but the problem is, is it's going to go in one ear and out the other, especially at the age. It's like me coming, going to talk to kids and that's getting NIL deals. Right. You got everybody in your ear. You don't know who to tell no to. You got all these investment people. 
You know how many horror, horror stories there are about NFL players that invest in companies? I mean, Hussein Bolt just going through an issue. 247, I saw that. Going out of his account. Because the investment, listen, the best investment person is yourself. Do your homework. You don't need all these people. Because if, if they knew, name one investment person that's in a position and is rich. How are you going to tell me what to do with my money and you haven't made it yet? Right. To give me an example of what I should do. Nah, man, I, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. We put, we put our money in too many people's hands and you don't know what's going on. You. <laughs> yeah. He's attacking people like me in a way. Or at least well, the yes and no. He he's to, uh, really attacking these guys when they get that kind of money. People talk them into investing in companies, or you know, then then it's like sharks. Then it's like venture capitalists, right. and you, so they right. take their money and say, "Hey, I can double your money. You put it into this business or this real estate development project." You don't do that. You don't tell people to invest in businesses or real estate development or some get rich quick scheme. You have a financial plan to uh, put it into the marketplace and balance it out, uh, have X amount in savings, X amount liquid, X amount in insurance products. Uh, So it's still all there. So they're going to have their money. And I mean, unless the market tanks and then they just have to wait for it to recover. But um, you're not going to lose it all in some investment capital. Scheme. Well, and, and I think it. that's what he's talking. Yeah. About, and right? the more money you make when you when you're at the multi-million dollar level like these guys are, you know, he just talked about Usain Bolt getting crushed by some fraud. I mean, it's, it's theft, but you're talking, oh, I got private deals. I got this and that. We don't need to go with the average folks. We'll we're going to do something special. It's the same yeah. as like buying the f- real jewelry. You don't need it. You don't need yeah. all the fancy financial instruments just go with the flow go with basics keep keep it you know um simple and i think what he's saying is though be your own financial advocate don't just play dumb and i see this a lot of people usually it's a husband and wife and one of them doesn't know anything and they you know they don't want to get involved they love the ignorance but you got to take responsibility for yourself and that's what he's saying You, you don't just go blind Think about it. Be your own advocate because who else is going to? Right. You you can't rely on other people all the time for everything, especially when it comes to finances. You have to educate yourself. Yeah, I like this guy. He's very matter of fact. And uh, it's funny because it's like the opposite of what you hear or think from most uh, famous athletes that make a lot of money. His, His image in the media has been not one of rational thinking here. Um. He's always right. been like, go his own way. And maybe he is kind of the black sheep of the NFL because he's doing what most players don't do. He's going against the grain for sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, like living in the, living at the stadium in the training facility, uh, you know, uh, his, rookie, his now, rookie year NFL in the NFL. Uh, right. That is, I mean, people just write that off as this guy's crazy rather than this guy's crazy like a fox. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, he, by doing so, he saved 83% of his salary. That's huge. That's right. unbelievable. A lot of stats uh, think of uh, Gronkowski also saving a, a, a ridiculous percentage of his salary, you know. Um, does that make him – that's against the grain probably. Yeah. And that probably looks silly to the other players. Like, yeah. you have a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> you know, what are you doing? Yeah. You could buy a mansion. I could, but I don't want it. 
right? Yeah. All right. Last segment here before we we conclude here. This is um. This is a oh, there's actually a couple more. This is so much good stuff here, Tommy. Intern at Morgan Stanley. Was it was it it important that you go understand? You knew what money was, Mm -hmm. but now that I have it, how do I keep it? Yeah, and that's what I always tell guys: it's Mm -hmm. not how much you make, it's how much you keep. And the funny part about it is, people, social media. Well, if I spin this bag, I'm gonna just go make it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, ain't like you think. No. And people, they think the cure and the problem, the fix for the problem is, well, give me more money, I'm going to be all right. But the more you make, the more you spend. Right. If you have no discipline and no structure. Yes, absolutely. Every time. Yes. Every time. Well, just give me more and more. No, the more you get, the more you're going to spend. And people ain't going to listen because we are caught up in looking a certain way, living a certain way, trying to appease others who don't really care nothing about you. Yeah. Just to say, Oh, I got it. Wow. <laughs> Huge. I think there was a famous quote, you know, a lot of people spend countless amounts of dollars to impress people that don't really care what they think to buy right. things that, other pe- you know, that you don't want to impress other people that don't care about you. Right. He, I mean, he, he hit it. The more money you make, the more spending you're going to do unless you have self-control. There you go. And I did a whole book on that, The Spending Window. I'll put a link up there for those that want to read it. It's all about oh, controlling your spending. Book. Yeah. And I use the term intermittent fasting, intermittent spending, but the it, the same lesson. You got to control. If you don't have control, it doesn't matter how much you make. Right? Right. One last piece before we go, before we conclude, Tony. I want to skip over to this. Oh. We can't, we can't, go to we can't do that. I like my freedom. You can't do that. Now, there are very few people that can sustain that lifestyle right. consistently over time. Because normally people that's making it legally and doing the right thing, they don't post it on social media, no, right? No, you know, You know how hard it is to live like that all the time consistently and be fly every day? Yeah. And, listen, eras of rappers. Think about the era before, before us. Right. Everybody was flashy, stunned, stunned. And after 10 years, what happens? Oh, you, you can't. It's impossible to sustain. Right. It's impossible. I would like no to fly private. I need to get me out. I'm going to make enough money I can fly, 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 fly private. Yeah. Shh. I ain't flying private. I'm spirit. Dougie, what I fly, Dougie? Put me on spirit. Exit row. Window seat. That's all I need. As long as I get from point A to point B. I don't need private. I want to do this. I just want to. <laughs> so that was Chad Johnson on Club Shay Shay. There's a the I'll put the link back up for anyone that wants to watch the full interview can go to there. But wow, how about that last part, Tony? Fly spirit. Spirit. That's a brave man that well, you can save a lot of money by flying spirit. But I flew uh, spirit when we went to Las Vegas. I know you did to right? the financial conference. Vegas, I'll put it up there. I flew spirit. Um you can't sustain that lifestyle. I figured you'd like the piece about the uh, music musicians because yeah. you know it's the same thing. Huge yep. success, but you see yep. their people, videos. People and their get lifestyle. famous and then they live like crazy, and then uh, ten years later, you don't. Where are they? Uh, they're not all in the face and wearing all the. Yep, it's not sustainable. So again, right. it's coming about living within your means. So I want to conclude with this. You know, brilliant. I thought this guy was brilliant. Now he, yeah. it's easy to say cause he had the money, but you know, that's, I, I hear that all the time, you know, 
oh, easy for them to say, live within your means when you have billions, you know, Jeff Bezos, whatever. But um, if you live within your means, that's going to help you no matter what level of income you have. If you outrageously successful financially like he was, or if you just have your modest day-to-day job, if you live within your means, it's going to help you. And that's a lifestyle to bring it back to retirement that will stay with you. He mentioned in the video, you know, I was always like this. I've been like this for 20 years. Now you don't hear about it because, you know, I was a football player, but I've always like this. I'm not changing my lifestyle now that I'm retired. I've always lived within my means. So it was easy for him to transition into retirement, which he is retired from football. And so when people are coming to me, how much money do I need? I always say, well, I don't know what kind of lifestyle you want to live. And then we figure it out. But if you can live within your means, then you're not going to have any stress in retirement. And where does stress usually come? It's trying to keep up with the Joneses. Don't compare yourself to the other retirees because there's always going to be someone spending more than you. There's always going to be someone doing better than you. As Shannon Sharp said on the podcast, you know, the people that make a lot of money, they're not posting it on Instagram saying, you know, my 401k contribution was raised from 15% to 25%. (laughs) That's not like flashy, but they'll say, look at this fancy, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not sustainable to be living above your means, even if you make more. So, yeah, I found it fascinating, Tony. I thought you might too. I I enjoyed it. I loved it. And I get a kick out of him. He's very funny. I, I, I just, he's so matter of fact. He is. Yeah. He and I like fiscal responsibility is his message. And I love it. I mean, yeah, he's, I think perhaps, you know, fiscal responsibility, something he always had and it didn't change his lifestyle. I think the key lesson from him though, if, if I, if I had to talk to him, I, I would have a feeling he'd said, he would say, I just don't care what other people think. Right. Yeah. He basically right. said that in the interview, you know, and, Financially speaking, that's a huge problem for a lot of people. It is so worried about image and keeping up with other people or not showing that, you know, that they're poor or or whatever, like wealth measurement and showing off is important in our society when it shouldn't be. And he's a prime example of how you can make a ton of money and still not have to flaunt it because that's not what it's about. So again, don't compare yourself to others. I thought you might appreciate it, Tony. Thanks for I do. listening in. Um, maybe we'll, I'll reach out to see if he could, he said he's so busy. If you read the, if you listen to the full podcast, he's, he used to be on a podcast, but he's so busy now with his kids um, who he's got a lot of them. I think he's got nine. So um, you he know, made time for Shannon Sharp. I mean, He's got to make time for Dan Wendell. I think so. We'll try it out. We haven't had so much success, but we never know, Tony. But thanks for a good show. Um, And everybody, remember, just don't get bogged down what other people think. Live your life. Enjoy your life. Don't stress about the retirement because it is going to be what you make of it, not necessarily something that you want to stress about. Figure out what your means are, and then we'll find a plan. That'll work for you. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or 
to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.